Welcome to the One Life City Church Podcast. All right, welcome back to the One Life City Church Podcast. We are episode three of our summer Bible study series of our 10-week study throughout various texts of the Bible from various people from our church. And if you haven't yet, check out the first two episodes. I've gained so much from it, and it was, it was so rich. And I'm very confident that today will be just as rich because we have Pastor Jay Lee with us. Um, Pastor Jay Lee, if you don't know, he is a um, he's a basketball genius, uh, <laughs> and um, but he also loves God's Word, and we get to um, study it together. Um, thanks for being here, Jay. Wow, what an intro, man. I don't know if we should be starting this Bible study podcast with lies, but <laughs> I, I appreciate you pumping me up. Uh, no, like literally, I feel like every time, like, I feel like we've seen like maybe three or four basketball games together. And every time I'm wondering, I wonder how Jay is analyzing this game. Because um, I just watch it for the entertainment value. But for you, I feel like you see the X's and O's, man. So, um, Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. But you also see the X's of O's of God's word. See what I did there? Oh, um, nice. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yes. So, um, and the text that you chose today um, was 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. Mm-hmm. So if you're ready, why don't, why don't I read it for us? And then let's just get this started. Let's do it. So here's 1 Timothy chapter 3, 1 through 7. Here's a trustworthy saying. Whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. Now the overseer is to be above approach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him, and he must do so in a manner worthy of full respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert, or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. So, I mean, let's just go right at it. Um, Jace, so what are some observations you see from this text? What jumps out at you? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in this text, I think. Um, very important passage, I think. But yeah. some of the observations that I made, some of the things that just kind of stood out to me immediately. Uh, first, just like in the beginning of the passage, when it says, you know, whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. And so I think the mm. words just uh, aspiring to be an overseer. Yeah and desiring like i don't know maybe just it just seemed like kind of like oh okay maybe people don't normally think of like oh i should aspire or just you know a person shouldn't desire to be an overseer or a leader or something like that so that just kind of jumped out at me that actually paul says Mm. aspiring to be an overseer it's a it's a noble desire it's a noble task yeah yeah let's see another thing that kind of jumped out at me is uh and looking at the qualifications that he lays out for an overseer or, you know, a, a leader in the church, all of them are character qualities, 
right? Like if you yeah. go down the list, all of them are character qualities. There's like no skills in there. There's actually <laughs> yeah. only one skill in there, which is able to teach, but everything else yep. is a character quality. So that definitely jumps out at me. Yeah. Just like some of the above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, uh -huh. hospitable, able to teach. So that's the one skill. And then not yeah. get into drunkenness, not violent, yeah. not gentle. Not For cold. some you know, people, so that's just... a skill, though, to not to not be given <laughs> into drunkenness. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> maybe being skillful at living. Um, yeah. But yeah, that definitely jumps out at me. You would think mm, like, okay, yeah. if you're looking for a leader in the church, right? You're looking for somebody to mm. be an overseer or a pastor. Like you would think there would be more skills in there, <laughs> but yeah. there's only that yeah. one. Yeah, that is really interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the last one too, like like a manner worthy of full respect. Like that's mm -hmm. like just a guy who who gets respect. Like that's like there's no measure to that. Like there's no way of yeah. qualifying that except just he gets respect. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, in some sense, maybe it would be easier if it was just like a list of like skills, right? Like able yeah. to teach. Uh, able to cast a vision, able to uh, strategize uh, yeah, yeah. a you know large body of people. Like you know, maybe it would be almost mm -hmm. easier if there was a list of skills because then you can just like match up the skills. But you know, when it's like character qualities, maybe it's a little bit more like, yeah, is this person gentle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, right? Like, yeah, it's a little like, is this person respectable? Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe yeah. it's a little yeah. bit harder to discern that, but. It definitely, yeah, so it definitely stands out to me. And then, um, yeah. yeah, just a couple of other things that I noticed was just like the importance that Paul puts on like how well this person leads their family, how pers how mm -hmm. well this person cares for that fam their family is like kind of the base qualification for being able to be a leader of the church. You yeah. Know, so, like, he kind of makes that connection. Like, how can a person lead the family of God if they can't lead their own family? Yeah. Like, Paul definitely makes that direct correlation. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I don't, I guess maybe the last thing that kind of stood out at me was at the very end of our passage where it talks about the importance. Like, yeah, he, he must also have a good reputation with outsiders. And so that mm. kind of stood out to me too, as well, because I don't know, like, I don't know if we necessarily, okay, the qualification for a spiritual leader is they have a good reputation with people outside yeah. of the church. So that stood out yeah. to me as well. Yeah, that, that point is really interesting because like, I feel mm -hmm. like we don't see too much of that or like even that being in the conversation when it comes to like church leaders or pastors, you know, mm -hmm. um, maybe for missionaries, but but not so much like church overseers mm -hmm. like deacons or elders and things like that so yeah that, that for sure yeah. definitely is interesting um yeah the character thing like as you mentioned just really stands out too it kind of uh, reminds me of um like my conversation last week with jay Wu about um mm -hmm. how jesus was talking uh, he, he was condemning the pharisees right and saying like yeah they they teach a good theology but like their actions are not in sync with what they teach mm -hmm. um so it kind of reminds me of that like yeah, so yeah, the teaching is a part of it, but then here the emphasis of character comes out. It's so clear. It's like you can't, yeah, you can't avoid it. <laughs> yeah, like according to this standard, I guess you could say that the Pharisees would not probably qualify, according to Paul, to be mm -hmm. 
overseers or leaders in the church, even though they have the theology, right? Yeah. They have the knowledge. Yeah. Maybe they have sort of the the skills and the resume, but according to Paul's list of qualifications, they probably wouldn't qualify. Yeah, I, I'm reminded of Paul's like I forget where it was, but he like lists out like all his qualifications. It's like, you know, I'm like the Pharisee of Pharisees and I was like the firstborn and like I had all these like, yeah, like status stuff and he considers all rubbish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's just, it's interesting that Paul's writing this um, Mm -hmm. with that, that being his background. And now he's saying like, because he's like almost been to the ringer in some sense in church leadership. Now he's like, Mm -hmm. here's what I observe. This is what the type of leaders that, that we need. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about that, but that's a really good connection. Just like if anybody could kind of list their resume of skills and like background and training and stuff like that, it could, it would probably be Paul amongst all the other apostles. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, he says none of that stuff is what qualifies me to be an overseer or a leader. It's this character stuff. So why don't we move on to like interpretation and like, so what are some themes that you see? Um, what are some questions that gets brought up to you as, as you're reading this text? Yeah. I mean, in some sense, I feel like the observations that we made are already kind of like pretty clear mm-hmm. interpretations. Like I think that character piece is the key point to get out of this list of qualifications. Just that, yeah, that in the Lord's eyes, the definition of spiritual maturity, the definition of, spirituality and Mm -hmm. what qualifies a person to be a leader of his people is character, that that is the number one thing. And so I think I kind of feel like that is the key interpretation um, that I'm taking from this. I I did have some questions kind of coming out of it. Like one question was like that point at the end when he talks about uh, having a good reputation with outsiders. Like I was really kind of curious about that. Like, what does he mean have a good reputation? Like, does that mean, like outsiders like you or well, you know, what does that mean? Right. So so I looked a little bit deeper into it. Like I, I looked up that verse and so there's, here's a Bible study tip for you guys. Like if you go to blue letter Bible.com, which Elliot, I know also uses, like you can um, just punch in like the verse that you're looking at and it'll show you also the original language and you can actually click on each individual word and see like a, a definition of that word and how it's used in other verses, like what it might mean in the original Greek or Hebrew. So, you know, sometimes there's like little nuances that we don't quite catch that maybe get lost in the translation. And so that word there Mm, that in our verse is reputation, like have a good reputation with outsiders. So the word, I guess, in the original Greek can mean more like uh, a witness, like to have a good witness or to have like a good testimony, to to have good evidence, like almost like courtroom kind of language. I don't know how much everybody's been watching this trial on TV with like, you know, Johnny Depp (laughs) and Amber Heard. Like I didn't didn't get too into it because I feel like, I don't know, weird following it too closely but you know it's all about like evidence and testimony regarding the character of a person right Mm, and and so it kind of seems like that's what it's talking about yeah Yeah. like you have a good testimony uh, you have a good witness there's there's good evidence to outsiders that you are who you say you are and that you know that you are genuine in your faith and the person that you present yourself to be and you're not you know just (laughs) you know some sort of like con man or shyster or whatever (laughs) 
So yeah, that I don't know. Yeah. That kind of added a little bit of color for me of yeah. what, what that qualification was about. It's not necessarily that all outsiders like like you, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and agree with you. It's not necessarily that, but it's more that they don't have anything bad to say about you in terms of your character and like yeah, yeah this guy's uh, you know two-faced or something like that like no there's good evidence they've seen evidence that you are who you say you are yeah yeah it reminds me of like they, they will know how jesus talks about they will know that you're my disciples by your love for one another that ki- that kind of stuff or like mm-hmm. how to tell apart f- false teachers uh, by the fruit this kind of reminds me of that that kind of language mm-hmm. um yeah. and like you know christianity is like this new sect of jewish religion and mm-hmm. so like there's already this kind of established understanding of this is what jewish culture is like and jewish religion is like and there's like this new thing of like christianity these, these like people of the way and so i would imagine like even more so like the character would really matter than like in some ways even like the theology as a like, kind of observing like this new group of people mm-hmm. um so I wonder if like that's one that's one of the reasons why like Paul mentions this because they understand that they're 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 new kids on the block, you know? Mm-hmm. So they yeah. like one of the ways that they can show that they're legit is like we really live this out. Like we're not just mm-hmm. doing this like just to create this like institution or you know, or whatever. Um yeah. but it's because it means something to us and our families and our lives, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. And especially if we're I mean, if Jesus sees somewhat of the duplicity of the religious establishment, you have mm. to imagine that outsiders can also kind of see that too, mm, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it, it's it's not just the insiders who can see it, but I have to imagine like the Roman officials, you know, who were over the Jewish establishment and um, just, yeah, outsiders have to be able to, to kind of detect that as well. And mm, so, um, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I think that was you know, important part of establishing the the witness of this new way and how it was set apart from kind of the old way that they mm-hmm. already knew that yeah. maybe they couldn't quite distinguish yet, right? Like the the outsiders, the Romans, the Greeks, like they couldn't quite distinguish it yet, but um mm, pretty yeah. soon I think it would become clear the differences. Yeah. And actually so that would make sense like the the next few words after um, he must also be uh, also have a good reputation with outsiders, so that he will not fall into disgrace. You know, mm. uh, so I, I think that kind of makes a little more sense. You know, um, yeah. but I, I, I am interested in like maybe a question that I would have is like the the last few words like and into the devil's trap. Like that's like that that sounds pretty harsh, man. You know, <laughs> like Paul, like you know, like yeah. if you don't have a good rep, like you fall into the devil's trap. You know, I, I think that might be something that I might have to like unpack a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then even in the verse right before that, he mentioned the devil as well. Like he says, must not be a recent convert or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. So, I mean, I didn't unpack that that too much either. That's definitely something mm-hmm. that I would want to look into more if I studied this passage more. It, it does seem like there's a connection between conceit and what caused the devil to fall Mm, or why the devil is under judgment and then here in the next verse yeah have a good testimony with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap so i don't know like yeah maybe i don't know what the connection is there like between conceit and the devil and having a good reputation Mm. (laughs) yeah it's something i'll probably need to process a little bit more but there's there's something in there around those those three things yeah yeah for sure yeah 
And then, you know, going along with, you know, just kind of as we're sort of wrapping up interpretation, like, uh, yeah, and there's a lot of questions actually that I had in this that I didn't fully answer (laughs) and maybe are questions that I will continue to ponder for, for years to come. But like one question that came up for me in this passage that comes up for a lot of people is, um, I mean, Paul is definitely speaking, describing overseers in a masculine, right? Like Mm, this person as a he. Um, And so, you know, I mean, I think the question that I have in my mind that I would definitely and am actively kind of pursuing more and more is like, oh, yeah, why doesn't he say, you know, them or or maybe he does like maybe in the Greek it's intended to be more, you know, ambiguous. It's not specifically he Mm -hmm. like, you know, like or is this indicating in some way that overseers are just men, you know, like all those kinds of yeah, questions, which yeah. is too much of a discussion to get into for this <laughs> short podcast. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I just wanted to show like for anybody who is listening and, you know, you're studying the Bible and, you know, there's, there's a lot of questions that you might have when you're reading the Bible where it's like, it's not like an easy, Oh, I can answer this in this five minutes that I'm reading this passage. Like there's some mm. deeper issues and deeper questions that might require more study and you might have yeah. to pursue over a long time, but not to get tripped up with that. You know, I have parts yeah. of this study where it's like, Oh, okay. This spoke to me very clearly in, in this specific moment. And then there's some questions that are longer questions that I'm going to have to pursue over a longer period of time. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great kind of word of advice because like, I, I feel like the temptation for us, and maybe it's like a cultural kind of thing, where mm-hmm. we feel like we have to just get, like we have to understand everything right now, right away. We need all the <laughs> yeah. information right now. Um, mm-hmm. But the fact is like when, when we look at even like our relationship with someone as close as like a spouse, you know, like we're, we're really learning each other as we go. Yeah, like I, I think about my own relationship with my own wife. Like, I mean, yeah, I know her pretty well, but... We've been married for 15, 13 years, but mm-hmm. I mean, still there are parts about her. I'm like, like she still amazes me. You know, there's things like mm-hmm. I'm still learning more things about her. And yeah. if, if truly the word of God is active and, and living and breathing, I feel like there are definitely things that there's, oh, there's still room for mystery and there's still room for mm-hmm. like, I get this, but I, like, I'm going to have to revisit this and just kind of like continue to process and, and wrestle with it. I, I feel like there's totally like, enough grace <laughs> for yeah. for all of that. So Jay, with that, um, maybe we could transition to the application. What are some things that you're taking away? Obviously, there's questions to be continued to work through, but for you as you read this passage, what is it saying to you? I mean, I think there's two main applications that I'm kind of taking away from this that it's speaking to me. Um, One is a little bit more general and then the other is more specific. But I I think one application is just like, what does spirituality really look like? (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, because maybe sometimes it's hard to define, like, I want to be a spiritual person. I want to be a spiritually mature person, but like, what does that actually mean? Right. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like this kind of really speaks clearly to, to all of us, but to me, like, okay, this is what spirituality looks like. It's these character qualities, how Jesus is changing my life and Mm. changing who I am to become more like Jesus. And it's not all these different like skills or, or whatever I I might accomplish. So that, and also like, what do I look for in leaders? (laughs) Right. Mm, You know, um, 
as, as I look at, you know, our church and our leaders, as I look at any church or, you know, mm. as I look at, you know, pastors that maybe I listen to, like preachers that I listen to and podcasts and things like that. What am, how am I judging them? Like, what am I looking for to, to determine mm. like this person is a, a, a spiritual leader? This is, per, this is a person who is spiritually mature. And, you know, I mean, mm. if I'm being honest, like, I think a lot of times I do get caught up in the, the giftedness, right? Yeah. How good of a yeah. preacher are they? right? How, how great are their insights? Like how, mm. how thought provoking mm. are they? Right. Or just <laughs> yeah. like, how big is the church? <laughs> Things like that. And so, you know, if I'm being honest, like I, I know that I get caught up in those, in looking at those things. Mm. And, and maybe also yeah. if I'm being really, really honest, like in, even in judging my own spirituality, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not pastoring right now, but like, so I don't have to ask the, the question, like how big is the church or whatever, but like mm-hmm. how many followers do I have on Instagram or, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. Like mm-hmm. right? it, it's easy for me to get caught up in those kinds of metrics as well. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, I mean, like you kind of alluded to this, I think um, last week too, but like, you know, that, that super popular podcast that everybody's been listening to the rise and fall of um, Mars mm-hmm. Hill. Yeah. I mean, it's just all about this, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We we see the importance of this teaching, how important it is, and how tragic, like the consequences of when we don't actually take what yes. Paul's saying here seriously. Yeah. So that that's like yeah. kind of my first application, and then I mean, mm-hmm. just on a very much more personal level, I think um, just the point that Paul makes about the importance or the 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 priority of loving your family well, like that that is mm. uh, yeah. over and above and prior to loving the church or pretty much anything else that you do, like the first of uh, first importance is, is caring for your family. And, you know, I, I definitely find, you know, I, I have a lot of like interests and I have a lot of like side projects and, you know, I've been blogging and I've been podcasting and I've been doing all these different things. Right. And, yeah. you know, having, you know, two young kids at home, having a newborn at home, like I, I, Oh, I'm Jesus. not able to pers- <laughs> yeah I'm not able to pursue those things as much as I want to right and like mm-hmm. as as it's becoming more and more and more time consuming like to to be a father and to be a husband like I find myself like it's harder and harder to find time to do some of these other things and like mm-hmm. you know if I'm being totally honest sometimes I can almost feel like man these these kids are a barrier to my ministry <laughs> right <laughs> which is mm-hmm. like you know, if I'm, if I take what Paul's saying here seriously, it's like, no, that's mm. exactly the opposite way to think, right? Like yeah. they are, they are the ministry yes. um, and these other yeah. things might actually be the barriers. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that's definitely something like a, a tension that I feel constantly is just like, yeah. oh man, I wish I had more time to, to do these ministry things or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like, no, no, that's not the right way to think. Yeah. And as you say that, like I'm, I'm a thought that I'm having, um, it's like, I, I realize a lot of the ways that we've defined what ministry is, a lot of them are like numerical stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they they have like things that we could measure. But what we see in a text like this, text like this, is that what the kingdom of God really defines as ministry is they're they're weighty things. You know, it's, it's not things that you could count, but it's things that you could, that that are weighed. And you know, and and so, and I'm I'm quoting that from. Um, a pastor friend of ours, Pastor Sheridan uh, McDaniel's, mm. um, and and he's like, the kingdom of God isn't measured in number; it's measured in weight. And mm. and and I, I feel that as as you share this, like, yeah, I, 
like all those temptations that you have about like how we how I measure like measure myself or like measure other pastors like it's the there's definitely a tension and and a temptation mm-hmm. to measure those kind of things like I'm a part of a part of a cohort through city to city which is you know Tim Keller's church planning thing and um the first like few sessions it was pretty like discouraging you know like mm-hmm. uh, cuz all there's like those assessments right about like church planners mm-hmm. and what kind of like character you know what kind of skills that you should have I'm like oh man <laughs> um like and i'm looking around the room i'm like these dudes like they're so like talented in like in like mm-hmm. in what they're able to do and whatnot um but like what i see a text text like this i'm like oh lord like i i, I feel kind of like a cradling of, of our heavenly father saying yeah i mean you may not have those kind of skills but you're working on this stuff and I, or i'm working on you through in in mm-hmm. this stuff and um and I feel like it's it's a worthy endeavor, you know. I feel mm-hmm. like, um, you know, and just to uh, speak to you, Jay, and you know, I feel like you, you're you're a good dad. Like I see how you are with your daughters, and you know, you're you're a good dad, man. And and so I feel like those are the things that we should be really celebrating in in God's kingdom. Of I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you you do these great things, and you know, you're a talented preacher, and you have, you definitely have a love for God's word. But the way you love your family, like that's that's kingdom. That's God's kingdom. And that's worth like celebrating and honoring. Um, mm. well, yeah. Thanks, man. I, I definitely appreciate that. Uh, you know, it doesn't feel like that sometimes. So, you know, I'm sure and, and all, all of us parents can relate to that. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Which is a whole another podcast on its own. Just... <laughs> yeah, for sure. So with that, um, I, I feel so encouraged by you, Jay. I, I feel so encouraged by this word. Thank you for sharing your insights. Um, do you have any kind of like one last thing that you might want to share? Yeah, I mean, um, I think I would just say just kind of going off of um, something that you just said is that maybe not all of us can be like a super gifted preacher. Maybe not all of us can be a super gifted leader or whatever other talent you're thinking of. But maybe there's hope in this passage that, yeah, maybe I, we can't all be those things, but maybe all of us can you know, as we walk with Jesus, become (laughs) self-controlled or Mm, kind mm. or respectable or hospitable. Maybe all of us can be gentle. And so in in some sense, there's a sense of hope there. There's a sense that this democratizes spirituality because we don't all have to become those super ultra, you know, uber gifted people, but Mm. by the spirit, uh, we can possess these character qualities of the spirit and um, yeah, who knows? Maybe become worthy, become worthy of the endeavor of becoming an overseer and a leader in the church. Yeah, amen to that. So thanks again, Jay. Uh, thanks for this time, and thank you everyone for tuning in. Come back next week as we uh, continue our series studying the Bible. And um, hope you have a really blessed week. And as you continue to study God's word, I pray that you would truly experience it breathing life into your life. And I bless you as you continue in that in that journey of pursuing God's word and pursuing to be more and more into the likeness of Jesus. So blessings, y'all, and um, we'll see y'all next week. Thanks for joining us. This is a podcast of One Life City Church in Fullerton, California. If you would like to connect with us, visit our website at onelifecitychurch.org, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram.